0: Hi! Oh, hello! <laughs> um, just to let you guys know, um, we are remote again today, so sorry if the audio is a bit rubbish again. We are really sorry, but we want to just make sure we get the pod, the pod out to you. We are also a bit, um, both of us, we're not ill, but we've got weird throats. Um, yeah,
1: also I had to come home because... My mum got tickets to go see Keith Urban at Christmas, and oh, wow. it was yesterday. So that's basically why I came home. And I was absolutely screaming. So that's also <laughs> why my voice sounds like this. But I kind of like it. I sound a bit husky.
0: <laughs> Dua Leaper vibes. Um... No,
1: Dua Lipa vibes. I kind of like it. Yeah. What have you been up to this week? Anything super fun?
0: Um, Absolutely nothing super fun, really. I've just been in the library. Um fun vibes i was leah and i were massively um as i'm sure everyone was judging the met gala looks um
1: bloody hell you wouldn't have thought these people have like millions of dollars i know, Do you know it got to a point where i started being angry i was like <laughs> why also it gets to a point where even anna winter like isn't following the trend like not the trend the um theme. the theme i was actually like, anyways
0: um but yeah I was quite to be fair I was also quite interested this is off Met Gala but I was saying to Leia because my dissertation was on Roe v Wade and its effects so if anyone was following that news yesterday that was quite interesting to me because my diss was all about the fact that it might be overturned so that was quite interesting to me um but very scary times um for America anyway but yeah nothing interesting but how was Keith Urban Leia? Keith was—I
1: mean, Keith was amazing. Me and my mum have seen him before because there was a point in the in the show where he was like, "Has anybody seen us before?" I mean, me and my mum were like, ah! um, <laughs> but "Yeah, he was amazing. He's just such a great performer." And honestly, yeah, he's just amazing. He's not really like country. He's like country rock because me and yeah. my mum were saying, "If you really like, like, he's not like." bluegrass he's not like really like Nashville Tennessee like he's from Australia so he's a lot more country rock but yeah it was just it was just incredible it was just amazing
0: I know because I saw that the only thing I know him from is The Voice Australia to be honest um but I did recognize him his hair is atrocious, but um <sighs>
1: There is actually a moment, and it's the moment, <laughs> and I actually will go to my Grace saying that because he's so good. It just works like on stage. Also, yeah. basically in Manchester Town Center you have Market Street and along Market Street is where all the buskers are. He had He had walked up Market Street the day before, found this reggae band that were busking. Oh. And then brought them on stage at the O2 last night and wow. said, guys, I found these yesterday in Market, like at, like on Market Street. Yeah. And, everyone put that, and it was just, um, it was just like a reggae band. And we were oh, all singing. Cool. It was so good. So yeah, everything was fun. Everything was cool. I'm ready to be back in Glasgow though, because it's kind of gr- cool. Well, you
0: grim- will be tonight actually. Were you crazy? Little um, little right. So should we get into it?
1: Yes. What's the pod called? What's the episode called this week?
0: So today we are shaking things up a bit. Um we are doing our Desert Island Picks. Um so obviously everyone's had Desert Island Discs. Um,
1: and if you've not, what is it? Do you want to explain?
0: Yeah, so it's a big popular it's Radio 4, isn't it, I think?
1: Yeah, I think it's one of the r- longest running shows along with like Just a Minute. I think it's one of like the longest running shows.
0: So basically the idea is that in this in that show, you pick, I think it's six or eight, I don't know, songs that you would take with you have on a desert island that would like help you get through, you know, your ultimate picks. But Leia and I thought it'd be interesting to do other categories as well, which is why we called it Desert Island Picks. And we just thought for a mid-season ep, we would dedicate the whole episode to these picks um, and discuss them, see each other's faves. We don't know. I mean, I said to Laura, I think I can guess some of hers, but we don't <laughs> actually know each other's, like we haven't sent each other the list. We also have your guys' favorite films, which we'll discuss at the end. Um, but yeah, so that's going to be the episode today. So should we start with Fave songs and get into
1: it? Yeah, let's do Fave songs okay. first and then we'll go back and forth.
0: So yeah, we'll do it. So I'll um, ask Leia one favourite song then by Slentia. We'll just keep going back and forth. So Leia, give the people your first favourite song.
1: This is my most favourite song ever, 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 ever in the whole world basically i heard this song i was sitting in, in the kitchen i was probably in high school mm-hmm. and i heard it on the radio and i was like this is one of the like this is amazing and it's been my most favorite song ever since and it's called hero by family of the year hey, so I'll, yeah I'll, I'll... but i'm a kid like everyone else so And basically, I don't know why I love it so much, but it's just a song that I never, ever skip. I always listen to it. it, always calms me down. If I don't know what to listen to, I'll listen to this. And also, I love the, I just love the premise of it. Like, it's a, like, it's very storytelling. Like, it kind of tells a story, the song. Um, and yeah, and I love the band as well. Like, they're kind of this like small band from like, I think they're from like, LA or somewhere yeah. and I kind of like American like small bands I don't know they're kind of they're kind of cool um <laughs> but they don't really make music anymore like they don't really I think their last album was out in like maybe 2018 oh. um but yeah that's my most favorite song but I don't yeah. know if you know that I don't know if you knew that song
0: I didn't I was trying to think when you were saying what it was I was trying to think what it could possibly be but I didn't know actually no,
1: I just well the I think the only person who would have got that he will not be listening to this but the only person who would have got that I think is my friend Carl because I remember listening to it and being like I need to tell someone about this song and I thought that Carl was
0: cool enough to know about it
1: So <laughs> um, yeah so that, that's my that's my first favorite song what's yours
0: Okay, so my first favourite song, because when Lara and I were picking, I found it so hard, but I thought I'll do it by like what I never get bored of and that like means something, I suppose, to me. And I- you never
1: skip, yeah, never skip these
0: songs. So my first one, because it was so like, this is like my childhood. define this song. Like I just always listened to it and I was really young and it's Chikatita, Abba. Oh my gosh! I absolutely, I love all of Abba's songs, but Chikatita is the message in the song i just think is so sweet i love it but also like that piano you know the yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. i'm obsessed you yeah. it was younger all my mom and dad played was ABBA, Queen, like you know the classics, Elvis like and they had all those like albums that it's like ABBA Gold, Elvis Gold and it's all their hits and I just love 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 that song and I think even in like the Mamma Mia whatever's change the films they do such a nice version of it like I just think it's such a nice song. ABBA's songs also just never get old
1: they don't they they actually don't and I also kind of I kind of don't respect people I mean my book is one of these people but I kind of don't respect people that say that they don't really like ABBA because I'm like there's actually nothing not to like like you're basically saying that you don't like genius like that's how I see it because I, I do think that they're geniuses like their songs are literally just they're they just go beyond the paradigms of music. I sound like a weirdo.
0: <laughs> no, but it's true. Like they are complete, like, there's there's a reason, you know, ABBA, Elvis, like Queen, all these people that like, they have gold albums and we know that yeah. I'll play it to Abba. ABBA's one of those things that I'll play to my kids. Like I will play that song to hey, Yeah. Mom. So um, yeah, it had to be on there and that's my favorite one. So yeah. So what's your next one?
1: right so my other next one is a bit of a like a little bit of a cool well maybe not a cool one but I kind of (laughs) feel like it I was tossing between like different ones but my next one is mystery of love by Sufjan Stevens oh okay yeah it's basically the soundtrack Well, is it? It's like the soundtrack song to Call Me By Your Name, you know, that film. And it's the main song in that. A lot of the songs that I love I I heard in summer because I have such good memories of summer like as a child my summers were amazing like I just love summer so all a lot of songs that I love I discovered and listened to in summer and this was one of them because I remember watching the film and I'm, I think I just loved it like I think I think my parents were having People round, and I was upstairs watching, just watching it by myself in my room. And then this song came on, yeah. And I just thought it was lovely. And I love, like, kind of like sad, like slow music. Like, you know, I do, like, I've always liked really, like, just slow, sad, like, duh, duh, duh. and yeah, I just think it's really, I just think it's really beautiful. And again, I never skip it. I think it's just a really lovely song, and yeah, it's on my my top playlist and it's usually my most listened to. it's usually my most listened to every single one so yeah that's my next one so what's your next one
0: okay so this will come as no surprise to you that this person is on one of mine um but I layer I mean not the list I'm not, like everyone knows it but um this my next song is because I love you by Tom Mayer <laughs> To me, it reminds me, it gives me nothing but good memories. I think it's such, I remember starting to listen to that at a really, like, good time. You
1: and I will find a way uh.
0: Love is hard to find go give me some time
1: to say That I love you Not time to say goodbye Always wonder why
0: Came out a lot early in this but I started really obsessing over this song I think sort of just after Covid was starting to like actually calm down so it's I associated it with that summer where everything was really good also mm-hmm. I just love it I think it's such a cute like I always say to Leia, I want if I get married I want to incorporate that song into it because it's cute and it's just fun it's very happy song um there's nothing like because when I first picked all three of my songs, I actually changed them quite a lot because at first I read some of them to our flatmate like, Georgia and I was like, these are all so depressing. Mm-hmm. Like, all of the ones I picked. And then actually, like, I started to realise like most of the songs that I love and never skip and stuff are the, happy, you know, those ones that give me... You're a
1: lot... How about I say you- I do associate you with a lot more with happy music. Yeah, I, I really like girl.
0: it. I'm a very mood, like, so if I'm in a bad mood, I will listen to like... Mah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, um on the general I like listening to happier music but yeah
1: so my last one is of course going to my country roots because if anyone knows me I do love a bit of country and that has come from my mum because my mum loves country so my last song is by Alison Krauss who is like a bluesy country singer and it's you're just a country boy <laughs> You just stay country poor money, have you really corny, but it's a really gorgeous, gorgeous song. It's basically about saying to this boy that he he he's obviously kinda of poor and like the girl that he loves is just a lot is like a lot more it was obviously like a lot richer and just needs a bit more and she's kind of saying like you're you're never gonna love her basically because you're just a country boy but it's a really cute song and it's really sad and what you've just said there about sad songs all of mine are sad yeah well they're not sad but they're all very like
0: melancholy.
1: melancholy slow but that's usually what I gravitate towards I'm not really a big
0: I'm a very like I like having a song in the morning, that I'm like, wow, I'm like, woo, like, like wake me up, like yeah. wake me happy. Whereas, yeah, interesting.
1: All the happy songs that I really like are a lot more like electronic, poppy, like Kim Petras and stuff like that.
0: Oh,
1: like yes. really, like 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 really poppy and super, but otherwise. I just love a little bit about bouncing crowds.
0: Gathryn, what's your last song? Okay, so I did find it really difficult. When I feel like, you know, in like you're saying them and you're like, oh, I could have put this on, I could have put this on. Um, but I just thought this song to me is like, <laughs> it reminds me of Glasgow and it reminds me of like, being here and Kitty and I always joke that I listen to this song, like when I go off the train, when I come home, like, so I'm coming from Suffolk to here. Um, and basically's polly teeny these streets. some boat shuffled by them, T trying to pretend that they've got some space. These streets have too many names for me. I'm used to Glenphi
1: Road and spending my time down in Aky. I'll get used to this adventure. Oh, of course, of course.
0: I I love I Harleen Tini and Tom Mesh for me I like my, I'm at my man I love I really really love Harleen but These Streets I just think is such a cute song such a nice happy song and I really associate it with Glasgow and being at uni and just all the happiest times ever um I associate with that song so I had to put that in there because I felt like the other two if I'm like associating it with happy times at different stages in my life I feel like I need to have another one like that so yeah, also Palinitini, again, just does not mess to me. I just love Palinitini. Such kinks. Yeah, he is. He, uh, he is a good... Isn't he a transmitter? He is. I don't want to talk about it because I'm not going. But
1: um,
0: but he is indeed.
1: A... Isn't that his first performance in, like, Forever?
0: Yeah, he often, like, performs in, like, pubs in, like, Paisley, where he's from, I think, and randomly. But
1: yeah, Imagine walking into a pub and you see Paolo Nutini performing you'd be like,
0: oh my gosh. He's just got, he's gorgeous, but his voice is very gorgeous. Like I like, I do like his voice more than Tom Mish's. Like I prefer Tom Mish's music because I like the arrangements he does. And like- Tom
1: Mish is, Tom Mish is like a music producer.
0: Yeah, I prefer <laughs> like Tom Mish's, um, like he always is really influenced by like jazzy sounds and I love that yeah. kind of sound. Um, whereas yeah like you said palantini is like driven by his voice obviously mostly I yeah think.
1: and i feel like palantini has a lot more like like grit and like a lot more ca- like his yeah. music has a lot more baggage and he's like yeah. right whereas i feel like tom mish is like dee, 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 dee. like it's all like 80s like disco pop but i like love that, I, oh, love wait, that. No, I do love it like i literally i like one of tom mish's songs but i, I actually don't what's it called Disco the one that, that I like. D- did you say disco something?
0: So, yes, I think it's on you. Yes,
1: mentioned. it's disco. Yes, it's like, which I do really like, but I don't know. I, I kind of want Tom Mish to work with someone else, and then I think together they'll be good.
0: To be fair, I do think Tom Mish is like, he like, because he reinvents himself like every album. So, like, the album yeah. I adore is Geography, which is like the jazz, very jazz, yeah. really influenced one, but he has one that's very like electronic music, which I don't like as much. And then he has like now he's doing like a big like that kind of mix of electronic with like eighties, what do you call that? Yeah, synth- um, synth-y, synthy stuff, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah. you know, I'm like, he's getting there.
1: <laughs> he is getting there. And you know, a real and um, real musician does change themselves every album. I feel like a lot of the people I listen to do not. And you know what? I'm fine with it because I like what they do. <laughs> I like stay, stay to what you know. So just, but, yeah so- Right. So now we're going to go on to just our favorite current song of the moment. So I might be sick of this one. You might be sick of this one in like a week, but it's the one we're listening to at the moment. So Catherine, take it away. What's your current, current fave?
0: I couldn't not say this is my current fave because I, on repeat walk to the uni with this song wake up to this song and it's so random and so unnecessary it's such a random song but it's doo Lipa good in bed hey, 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 hey. we drive each other mine, 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 mine. But baby, that-
1: But yeah, Catherine, right? Catherine has this obsession with this song, right? It's been out since like 2020 and Gavin's just now become obsessed with it. I never
0: did know it before, but right now I cannot stop listening to it.
1: And yeah, because she put on a preset like three times.
0: It's such a like, it's just such a, it's really, it's a very silly, like, it's so repetitive. And but it's just so good. I think it's because Gio Deep is on tour and I also have this new obsession with Dua Lipa's podcast and just like everything Dua Lipa does apparently. Yeah. Maybe that's why, but also I just think this song's quite fun. But yeah, for some reason, that's my current fave. Random, but. Well, I'm obsessed with that. What's your current fave?
1: Okay, my current fave is so random, but you know I'd be loving my randoms. My (laughs) current fave is Saigon by Luke (laughs) Hemmings. so if anyone knows five stars Luke Hemmings is from that he's basically released his own album and it's actually incredible like it's an incredible album so if anyone likes oh I'm trying to think of what he what else he's like it's just kind of slow kind of not poppy but like maybe a bit like folky poppy and yeah and he's got a song called Saigon and it's incredible so everyone go and listen to it I know no one's gonna go listen to it but it is good I swear I've also this is another song I've been listening to which is a bit more poppy because none of my songs have been happy is you know that one off TikTok Swing Lin by Harmless You are, oh, no, babe, you will know it because I'll pop it in now and okay. you'll be like, you know that one. So is everyone, know, everyone who's on TikTok will know it. I've also been obsessed with that one. And that's a happy song. Lisa, so, yeah.
0: I have to say just quickly, sorry. I just remembered a song that like, I feel like I'd be like doing a disservice to myself to not say how obsessed with that. And anybody who hasn't listened to this song has to go and w- listen to it, which is Green Green Dress from Tick Tick Boom. Now before I jump into your thighs, Green <laughs> Green Dress, 20 bucks one of the best songs I've ever listened to in my life and that scene actually does things to me it's so good love
1: it I will actually second on that that is an amazing song and that has been in my my top tracks of the month so I will
0: second that okay cool right so should we move on to our favorite books
1: yes do you want to go first
0: Okay, so this first one's a bit random. I actually spoke to Lara about this in a charity shop because I saw it in a charity shop. Um it's a very old book, um, but this is very much a childhood pick for me. So this is Are You There, God, It's Me Margaret, which is by Judy Bloom. And Judy Bloom, I suppose, is like was like the Jacqueline Wilson of our age for my mum's age, maybe, maybe a bit younger than my mum, I don't know. Um, but it's just such a good book. It's a very like coming of age like you you're a girl like you're like 13, you don't know anything. Um, you know you, you get in your periods, you fancy boys, you don't know what's going on with yourself like it's all very and basically the yeah, the the like point of the book is that there's this the girl's Margaret and she just talks to God and asks all these questions like she doesn't understand what's going on and like puberty's hitting all these things but it's just a really good like comforting book when you're that age and you're thinking I don't know either um so that was a really just a cute like it's very easy nice book um but it's it was my mum gave me her copy which is cute and it was all battered and like old because my mum had obviously read it a thousand times and I read it a lot as well so that's my first one um what's your first one?
1: um so my first one is just like a cute little YA one that I read probably read when I was like just getting properly getting into reading and I don't know why this one has stuck with me so much but it's I'll Give You the Sun by Jandy Nelson Mm -hmm. and it's told from so it's told between, it flits between past and present and it also flits between um, POVs. So basically, I'll give you a little quick synopsis because I don't want to spoil it. But it's about this, um, these twins. It's a boy and a girl twin and something has happened and they now don't talk anymore. Right. So you flip between past and present and, and then you get to like the main bit, the like the main what's it called the main climax I suppose of why they don't talk anymore but in doing so you kind of follow them through the ages of like five to like 20 something and you just like follow their lives and I don't know why it stuck with me but I love this is a theme in my films as well but I love films about and books and anything to do with like family and family dynamics and siblings. And just the bond that the twins have is just, and I know it's like a YA book. So it's like, it's there's nothing like too drastic in it, but it's such a good book. So if anyone wants to read it, you can borrow my copy because I have it. And it's a really, it's just a really touching book. So that's my first one, bye bye your second.
0: Okay, so a big, I did go through a big, um, well, I call it to and, um and Kitty and um, Georgia, my um, Ruby Granger face, who's <laughs> this YouTuber who's very like, very hardworking, very into reading, a very like sort of, I don't want to say geeky because geeky's not the right word. Yeah,
1: she's studious. She's, she's, very- she's Hermione
0: Granger, she's yeah. Hermione Granger so I big time went through that phase and during that phase I went through a big I read like all the classics and but the the only author that actually imprinted on me that I was like this is actually really good was Jane Austen I did really enjoy them but the the one that I like loved because it's actually I think interesting and probably for that time is more impactful was Emma um I love Emma. I think Emma's much more of a like modern and I think any modern interpretation of Emma is more interesting because the character of Emma is really interesting because she's very powerful. Me and my
1: mum watched the 2020 version Ah. of the film. Now, what do you actually think of the character of Emma?
0: Well, this is the thing. She's a very complicated and very multi dimensional woman, which again... I do like about Austin because she does that quite a lot. Like whatever people will say about her, I actually do think she does quite a lot of female characters, like Elizabeth in Pride and Prejudice, Emma. um, All of these people that are like a slightly more to them than just like what they look like or whatever. But I yeah. think Emma's more interesting because she's almost a lot of the time unlikable. Like she's very irritating. Very flawed. And very flawed. But like, I love that though, because it it's, the most interesting one because it has so much more so many more twists and turns in Emma than all the other books as well
1: yeah I really liked it (laughs) well when I was watching it not that I saw myself in Emma but some of the stuff that she did I was like Leia why would you do that (laughs) like she's just silly like she just does she just like assumes stuff all the time and I'm like Leia why would you do that yeah, yeah. Oh, I really like Emma. I did not realise you loved that book so much.
0: No, I do. I really do. And all those, like, that time period of my life, like, where I was very into all of them is very, like, like I used to listen to, like, Pride and Prejudice to go to sleep, like, the audio. Oh. And, like, it's so, I just think it's a really cute time in my life. I'm like, oh, bless me. Yeah. Um, but Emma's one of the ones that stuck out of that time. I was like, this is a really interesting take on society at that time without being boring. So. yeah but yeah anyway what is your last favorite book oh no your second sorry I
1: was like no I've got two more <laughs> I don't know what to do. um right so my second one is in cold blood by Truman Capote oh. I had to read this for our for my a-level I did combined yeah and Truman Capote as a character is just such an interesting He's just such an interesting guy, and uh, he yeah. wrote *My Father Lady*, which which people will, um, will probably know. And he was just like a massive journalist at the time, yeah. and he was just super, super camp, super, super flamboyant. He kind of just kind of went around with like the a-listers of the time Mm -hmm. um and yeah and in cold blood is basically a fictional biography of these murders that happened basically in the middle of nowhere but they were just these like awful murders of this family
0: yeah um
1: and yeah and he basically wrote this whole book about it and a lot of people kind of like are very skeptical about whether a lot of the details in it a true because there was this whole massive thing where he kind of like felt sorry for one of the murderers because because one of them came from a really really bad background um but it just like the whole book revolutionized the way that people do journalism cold blood and my fair lady are probably the only ones that he really like was well known for
0: yeah but
1: it's just such an amazing book if you like true crime Read in cold blood because it's such it's a, just such an amazing book. So that's my second one.
0: Okay, so my last one I thought I better I've kind of done it almost in like chronological of my life. I'm like, what books have I liked as I've got older? Yeah. This is one of the books I've liked that very had a big impact on me in terms of thinking about what I want to do when I'm older, which is The Secret Barrister, and his account of basically stories from the law and just generally his opinion on the way the law works and stuff. It's very similar to. Um, oh my gosh, what is that? Is this going to hurt the medical sort of book? But for a barrister, essentially, it's exactly the same kind of premise. Um, but the barrister basically looks into um, this book. Sorry, looks more into the law. I would say than like the med- the medical ones. I think quite jokey, whereas this is. But it really gives you like a insight into it. Um, and it's just very interesting because it could quite easily put you off being a barrister because it's quite a depressing like book in terms of how bad the law can be and how badly people's opinions of lawyers and stuff are and actually how they're treated is very different from the general perception of what society thinks. But it's a very interesting book without being, again, without being boring, like it's written really nicely. Um and it just shows, yeah, the importance of the role of like a barrister or a solicitor, but equally how badly the law and the government work, if it's a bad government, aka now, um, work against you in terms of if you are a lawyer and stuff. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's just a really, really interesting book. And it confirmed to me that maybe one day in my life, I would like to try and be a barrister. So it's just a really good one. Even if you're not interested in being a barrister and stuff, it's a very interesting book. Shall I say interesting one more time? One more time. Anyway, what is your last book, Leia?
1: So I have quite a funny story about this one. So again, this was one that I read in first year of uni. Okay. And it's Jane Eyre by Charlotte Bronte. And I just have a funny story because... (laughs) Why are you laughing? Are you laughing because of my funny story? (laughs) Because I was sad. I just basically really, really um connect to Jaina as a character because in the if anyone obviously everyone kind of knows the story but she's supposed to be a bit of like a plain Jane and I don't know man I just kind of connected to her on a really big level and there's just this one scene where she just basically her inner critic just takes over and she just is like putting herself down like for like a whole page Mm -hmm. and it was just a lot to read and I was on floor 11 of the uni library literally sobbing reading this book oh god because I just like connected so much to Jayna (laughs) and I just thought it was written so well
0: yeah
1: I'm not really one for classics like I'm not really into my classics like I'm not big and like you know i am I'm a lot more into like my newish kind of authors and stuff, which I know is kind of maybe a bit weird, but... No,
0: I, I think but, that's something when you come... I almost think when you're a teenager, you feel more... Pre- like, I definitely felt more pressure to be like, I need to read all the classics, but I don't feel like yeah. all now. I feel like... I no, should- I don't.
1: And also, I just feel like there will come a time when you really want to pick up another like classical book and then, you know, and things yeah. like that. Um, but I was... I just want to give a special mention because we're on classics, I just want to give a special mention to North and South by Elizabeth Gaskell. Oh yeah, you love that. that I love that one because mm. I am a Northern gal and it is set in the North and not a lot of classics are very Northern. A lot of them are set down South. Um, but yeah, Jane Eyre by Charlotte Bronte. I just thought it was amazing. And like, all the romantic tropes that we have now were created by these women, which is just incredible, I think. But
0: So sorry, to finish off, this little section. Do you want to tell everybody what you're currently reading and then we'll move on to TV shows and films?
1: Of course. So I'm currently reading, it's just here beside me, On Earth, We're Briefly Gorgeous by Ocean Vuong. Um, I'm just showing Catherine the cover, even though I know no one can actually see Um, so I, this was one of the books I got for my birthday. I got a couple of books for my birthday last year and, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm going through it. It's quite different to what I usually read because I like a big, like 500, 600 page book, you know, yeah. whereas this is only like 230 something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm really enjoying it so far. It, it's very different.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but yeah, I really liked it so far. So yay. Um, what's your current read?
0: Well, I say current read. I literally bought it today. but That's because I finished my other book the other day. So I've not actually started reading it, but everyone <coughs> recommended it. And it's called Clara and the Sun. And it's by Kazuo Ishiguro.
1: Kazuo Ishiguro
0: think that's right sorry if it's not um but i'm really excited to read that a lot of people seem to be reading it and Leia said she's watched a lot of reviews on it and it's got mixed ones so i'm interested to see what i yeah. anyway with that should we move on to um our fave tv shows <laughs> Okay, Leia. so what is your first
1: fave tv show so my first fave tv show is my mad fat diary
0: oh, um, yeah.
1: and i now actually serve the guy the main guy in it because he comes because he lives like near me and he comes into my shop and we have a right good giggle because he thinks i'm really funny um but yeah i just remember my like one of my best friends in high school telling me about it and it's just like such a good show. If any people don't know about it, basically it's about this group of friends set. It's set in Leeds in like the, I think it's like the seventies. And it just goes through this girl's diary. And well, as the name suggests, she's quite large. Um, and she's, it's just about her like going through life. Like I think she's in high school or maybe college. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's just really, really funny. And the main guy in it is absolutely gorgeous. And I actually do think it was like my sexual awakening. My um, <laughs> late sexual awakening. Um, but yeah, it's so good. And I actually think it's on Netflix now. So if anybody's not watched it, and um, it's very like Skins, Waterloo Road, like that kind of, if you like them, you'll like this. Um, so that's my first one. Um, how about you?
0: Okay, so this one will always be my favorite TV show forever and ever. There's nothing anyone can say otherwise to change my mind on this. Is Gilmore Girls? I love Gilmore Girls. Lair knows I rewatch it all the fucking time, literally all the time. Every, every, like, it's my favorite by far. There's not a show. I don't know why, but I just really relate to like every, like, mainly just Rory or Lorelai. Like, obviously, the rest of them are like silly characters, but. I don't know what it is, it's like clever writing, it's so good. It's also one of those things as well, mm. I feel like, where, because um, of the title, I know a lot of boys, when I've said, oh, like, I love Good my God, they've been like, oh, I've never watched that, but it doesn't really sound like my thing or whatever. And every boy that has actually then gone and watched it has been like, oh, I was so wrong, because it's just, it's so good, like, it's so good. Um, but it basically just follows these a mother and daughter relationship. And that it, it doesn't really, nothing really happens in it. It's literally just their lives and Rory growing up, who's the daughter, her going off to college. And my older brother and I always say, because he loves it as well, that it's the most realistic interpretation of someone going to college that we've ever seen because she actually gets homesick. Like she actually finds things difficult. Um, yeah, it's just really good. And it has my favorite man ever, Milo Venter, whatever his name is, in it, who I just adore. He's also in a great TV show, This Is Us, which is also fantastic. Um, which was close to being on my top three, but- I'm didn't... really surprised that it's not on your top three, actually. I know, but there was, it, I was saying, my brother said exactly the same thing, but I just think I wasn't as obsessed with it as the other two that I have. Like I didn't okay. it in the same way the other two I did. And yeah, but Gilmore Girls is amazing. Anybody who hasn't watched it should. So what's your second one?
1: Um, so my second one- Um, Well, I mean really, any TV show to do with food or to do with cooking you've got you've got me in the bag but this one is which I actually recently started watching again with um my boyfriend who now absolutely loves it as well is MasterChef but it just holds (laughs) a really special place in my heart because basically when my brother had gone to uni and for anyone who doesn't know my dad usually works away it was only me and my mum at home and we would just have a tradition of watching MasterChef and we just loved it and I just I don't know I just love it and I just I I like all of them I like MasterChef professionals I like normal MasterChef I like celebrity MasterChef I don't care what people say I love John Tarode. I love Greg I love Marcus I love Monica I like all of them um and yeah I just love I love food I love cooking and the MasterChef professionals if you love cooking and you like good food it's just such a good show to watch yeah so MasterChef it's always up there, and I will watch it. Or I will watch it on repeat. There's not a lot of shows I will watch again. Yeah. I'm not a big TV show person, but Master Chef is one of them.
0: It's a very favorite so, yeah. show for you, isn't it? I feel like it's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's her uh, Very nice. What's yours? So my favorite, second favorite is The West Wing. Um, yes. I can see the West Wing, I just absolutely love The West Wing. I thought I wouldn't, like I'd put off, my dad always said to me whenever I was like, I don't know what else to watch. And he'd say, watch The West Wing because we've got all of it on DVD and then dad put it on my laptop. And um, I just binged it. Like I watched it so fast. I've never watched anything so quickly and it's just so good. And for anyone doesn't know, it's basically, it is quite old now. I don't know how old it is, but anyway, it was set um, in the White House in the West Wing, funnily enough. Um, but it basically follows a president made up it's a made up president doesn't follow any particular one American president but mainly it follows his staff and what the staff actually do and the idea is written by Aaron Sorkin who's quite like renowned now I'd say writer in America and it's really it's just fantastic like it's such a good insight into kind of American how american politics works i mean it's obviously not accurate but it's there's something about it that's just very interesting but also comforting because obviously it's not actually based on any president but obviously he faces a lot of the problems that you would see today or whenever mm-hmm. um, and they just have really good characters because they're all very flawed again and doing very hard jobs that i would not personally want to do because it's a lot too much pressure but it's just really good show so I would recommend that as well to anybody. It's also similar, even though it's nothing like Gilmore Girls in its um, storyline and stuff, but kind of the same pace is similar mm-hmm. the same dialogue, really, really fast dialogue, kind of like quick wit kind of dialogue. Oh, yeah. um, you
1: love an American TV show.
0: I mean, I do love, and I think we both love, like our, you know a BBC drama. Oh,
1: I was gonna say Line of Special Mention to yeah. Line of Duty. I mean, yes. watching that last year as a flat was—it was a bonding experience. It was.
0: It was yeah. When COVID was on, our big thing as a flat was to watch TV shows together, which was kind of cute. Um, and we did a lot of British dramas, didn't we? <laughs> like- we did a lot. And
1: we just, we were, we were always like, I just fancy like a BBC gritty drama. Yeah. <laughs> I just fancy a gritty drama. Yeah, and we always used to watch them. Yeah. Just remember that one we were talking about the other day. Guys, if anyone hasn't watched The Victim, watch it, watch it, watch it. And don't look up the plot first. Don't That's- read. Be
0: be astounded. Be That's surprised. amazing. Remember, we watched that and we were all like, what? Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's my second one. So what's your last C B show, layer?
1: Um, so my last one again, this was on the Instagram post and I just completely binged it. Um, and it's The Witcher. So I love, I just love any. Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing at this? Catherine's like, laughing because Catherine's laughing because she's like, I literally would hate to watch anything like that. But basically, I love. I just love anything fantasy so I also love Shadow and Bone so shout out to Shadow and Bone which is on Netflix but The Witcher is just incredible Catherine is incredible it's so good like I'm also it's a book series so like it has been thought out do you know what I mean it's not just like a rubbish (laughs) show and it's just so good I love the main guy in it yeah um and yeah, it's just really, really good. And I completely binged it. And I think I binged it last summer. Mm. Once again, I love summer. I have happy memories with summer. <laughs> Anything I do in summer, I think is amazing. Yeah. So yeah, it's just really good. And if you love like sci-fi fantasy, I mean, it's not sci-fi, but people who
0: like fantasy yeah. and she likes sci-fi. Um, fan, I don't know what happened. Like, I used to like, when we were younger, like literally me and my brothers loved like Merlin was one of our favorite. Yeah, Merlin! Um... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why just now doesn't. This
1: is not me saying that you've got this, so please don't take. It, so please don't take it like this. <laughs> but I do think that there is a certain level, especially in like academia. There's a level of snobbery to do with. There is, there is. There's a level of snobbery to do with. Yeah. Uh, science fiction and fantasy, yeah. and I don't understand where it comes from because some of the most well developed worlds and book, uh are in like fantasy and sci-fi worlds because you have to develop them because they're not real yeah. so you have to expect and I just think sometimes that people just kind of I don't know people get so hung up on like really like um, like the classics and stuff and I think that some of my aversion to classics is to is because I want to like defend like kind of genres which aren't seen as like yeah. more academic yeah, um, yeah that that's just a little slight tangent um but yeah The Witcher is my last one and I'm so excited for the new season I don't know when it's gonna come out but I'm
0: excited. I do think that's true because I remember when I did English I mean for me personally it's literally just because it's not my thing but like I do remember when I did English literature at school that it was Mm -hmm. like that kind of that same thinking which is interesting because probably the biggest selling book series ever is it must be still Harry Potter which is literally a fantasy yeah idea so or even like Game of Thrones yeah exactly so but there we are anyway
1: so Catherine what's your last one I'm really intrigued about this one I don't know what it's gonna be
0: okay so my last one's kind of a more recent fave but I absolutely adored it and again binged watched it and I love the characters in this and it's such a like comfort show is Sex and the City oh my gosh of course I'm obsessed with Sex and the City I think it's so good and basically it's centered around obviously four friends all female and just their like their dating lives and like general problems that they have but at the center of it is all about their friendship because like the sort of idea is that whatever happens with them in their dating lives and stuff like that it doesn't matter well it does matter but I mean as in they've always got each other yeah yeah yeah. which is why when we did that friendship episode even I put up like we could be each other's soulmates and I just it's just they're such good characters I always say to Leia like I think a lot of like female friendship groups can see the different characters in their friendship groups um and it's a very comforting show and it's also set in New York um and I just I'm absolute sucker for like anything that's set in New York and kind of but it completely glamorizes it like big time um she's literally like a very underpaid writer but she lives in this like really nice flat and like buys really expensive shoes all the time and da, da, da. we love to see it but it's just like a comfort fun show and I love it so that's my last one cute
1: what were, oh we could do like what we're currently watching I was about to say oh what we've co, oh what we've just watched and we've enjoyed
0: I turn back my old series all the time and never go to my new ones. So go on, you go.
1: I've got one. Oh. I watched recently Heartstopper on Netflix.
0: Oh yeah. I
1: completely binged it in one day and it was so god. It's so cute. If anyone just likes romance, if you like a British high school, yeah, anything like that, then you'll love it it's really really cute I mean obviously it's like to do with like 16 year olds but it is still really cute and it's really well written I think and yeah so I just watched that recently and I thought it was really cute so
0: I have actually got one that came out a while ago but it's just been put on Netflix and I re-watched it all in one night again mm-hmm. when I wasn't feeling well and kind of not so similar to yours is It's a Sin people if you've not watched it to sing you actually have to like i think it's one of the best tv shows i've ever seen it's so well done it's amazing um and the act yeah, yeah. is insane it's so sad oh my god it's so sad but it's so good um so i recommend that because i just re-watched that quickly the other night so yeah i would say that so with that should we go on to finish off to our favorite film <laughs> I need to pee as well. So I absolutely
1: do I've been birds in the past, it like, I have a half man of this. I can The Sabbath is true, how society says her life is already over. There's nothing to do and there's nothing to say. Do
0: you want to tell me your first fave?
1: So, my first phase is, again, kind of ties into the family theme, Mm -hmm. um, which I was, which I absolutely loved when I was younger with um, lots of different films. Mm -hmm. Um, So, my first one is Cheaper by the Dozen 2. Has to be number two, not number one. I do love number one, but number two. When I was younger, I just had, like, an obsession with Steve Martin. Not, like... A conscious obsession but so many of my favorite films were like had him in so I think if my brother's listening which he won't be but me and him were obsessed with Pink Panther the one that he was in Mm. also I was obsessed with um Father of the Bride like there's a couple of them and then LA Story Mm. um but yeah Cheap by the Dozen it's just you with like this family of like 12 kids and in number two, they go to this lake house and there's like a rival family, like the Myrtles. <laughs> and now explaining it, it just seems like such a stupid thing. But it's honestly like such a good film. It's so funny. I really like like silly comedy. I like things that are silly and things that you can just laugh at. And it just, I mean, it's a children's film, so it has like all, all that in. Um but it's actually not a children's film. It's like a family film. Like it's a film you'd watch with your family. Um, and this was the one that my mum was saying yesterday when I was explaining to her about my choices because my auntie didn't like, didn't understand like why I loved it so much. And my mum was just like, she just like, Leah just watched it at the right time. And yeah. I just watched it at a time and then it just like stuck with me. And yeah, it's just such a good film. It makes me cry. It makes me laugh. Yeah. So- Amazing, and also, I as well as Steve Martin, I loved Robin Williams, I loved all of his films. So, like, RV, Mrs. Doubtfire, obviously, Aladdin because he's the genie, so they're kind of like the same. I just love like family films, yeah. Um, so two, two, so good. So, yeah, so what's your fave? What's your first fave?
0: Um so my first fave kind of similar vein like very childhood film for me but I we still all my family watch it now and we're all obsessed with it like it's a very like our family love this film which is School of Rock um, Love. I just adore this film and it will always be happy vibes to me and it will always be funny like I don't know why it is funny because it's it's just funny all of it is funny and um, I love the songs in it as well like I love when he sings like teachers pat I love um all the songs that they choose in it it's just funny like we we still watch it now and we've watched it thousands and thousands of times and me and my brother and my dad particularly and my mom will all just laugh at it still even though it's literally so old um very similar to Chief by the dozen in 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 its feeling for me like it's just like a childhood one that we all love so yeah
1: we do be loving
0: right so what's your second one
1: My second one is kind of onto, like, the fantasy theme. Again, we'll always watch this film. It's just, Mm -hmm. it just has absolutely everything that I want in a film. Um, And it's
0: Stardust. And that was the only one I knew Leia would pick.
1: It's just the best film. Like, it just has everything you want. Mm -hmm. It's, I love Claire Danes. I love the main guy. And I don't know what he's called, but I just think he's so good in it um and yeah it's just a really fun film and I remember once I wanted to I watched it with my French exchange but she just like didn't love it as much as I did which obviously she didn't because it was literally in English and she probably couldn't understand half of it (laughs) but that really taught me that you can't like make people watch films and expect them to love it as much as you but honestly Stardust is so good so guys if you like The Witcher you'll probably like Stardust um yeah and also one thing about me as well is with a lot of films I like the music I love film scores and the music in Stardust is exceptional it's so good so even if you don't like the film the music's incredible and it's really really good to study too And it's really good to read too as well. Um, So, yeah, that's my second one. What's yours?
0: Um, I couldn't not have this on here. and I didn't actually in the first original lesson. I was like, why don't you? Because if any of my friends listening from home and heard that I had not put this on, they'd be like, you're lying to yourself. Because um, it was just, I was obsessed with this film, which is Dirty Dancing. Of course. Patrick Swayze was like my, oh my God. I was obsessed with him in that film. And... I love, like anybody also who knows me, I love dancing. So, like, it was just everything about this film was just the best. um And it was so, talk about like that music. The soundtrack from Daddy Dancing is so good. Like, the whole soundtrack is so good. um Yeah, it was very much my like teenagey, my favorite watch. I was really struggling between a few, like, 13 going on 30 was another one that I was like, oh, I really want to put that in there. But I think if I'm being true to myself, Die Dancing over was the one I just repeatedly would watch, and like if it's on now, I could I could recite the whole script quite easily. Yeah,
1: that's that's what we're talking here. We're talking like if it's on, you will watch it, and you will and you and you know what people are saying. Yeah, you know we're not we're not trying to be cool. we're not, we're not film students. These are just yeah. films that we're thinking. I will never say no to watching these films. Same for you. So true. Right, so so what
0: is your final film? So my
1: final film is basically to do with the whole genre, but this is the first one. This is, like, the one that is just really, really stands out for me, and it's 27 Dresses. And basically, Uh the genre is just that, like, early 2000s, late, like, 2000s rom-com. I don't know what was happening in the 2000s. So good. Rom-coms that were coming out during art. Nah, they are actually unmatched. And Katherine Heigl is like one of the rom-com queens of the time. And I mean, James Marsden, let's Um, be honest. Let's be honest. um, I mean, and yeah, and 27 Dresses was the one that me and my mom, just always watched like that was the one that I don't know just really really stuck with me because if anyone doesn't know the premise is that she's always a bridesmaid never the bride I don't know why I relate to this but she she's always a bridesmaid never the bride (laughs) and she she's been to 27 weddings always been the bridesmaid and then she meets this reporter and it's just I just love love their relationship love the fact they don't get on um and also so, go on.
0: interrupt. It's like that TikTok, there's new TikTok trend at the moment, and I'm a big sucker for this, is like looking at different trends in films and what people like. Like yeah, yeah. And I am a big sucker for the like, hate then love relationship.
1: Yes, that trope is yeah. so good all of the characters in it are flawed, like, none of them are perfect, like, she's not a perfect protagonist, like, she does stuff which I, I was like, oh, you shouldn't do that, yeah. but, yeah, it's just so good, and, um, yeah, and if, you're, and if you, I would say, if you're starting off that rom-com era, that is such a good one yeah. to go in, so, yeah, that's.
0: I also think, um, 27 Dresses, like, one, when I, while I was struggling with what films to pick, I think I was struggling because th- that series of films, along with a few others, I would say have some of my favorite scenes. So like the Benny yes. and the wow. one in 27 Dresses. Like, but... yeah. Such a good scene. And even like, you know, like, intending to hate about you, they're like, I love you. Yeah. I love you, baby. And if
1: it's run,
0: right, um, And all these like Twist and Shout in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, like, all these scenes that are just iconic in my head. But then I was just trying to think of a whole film. Yeah. Kind of
1: She's awesome. thinking, how did I get here? doing all i so what film did you end up
0: choosing okay so this is more of a recent fave but i had to pick it because i was just obsessed with it and the soundtrack is just so good um and it's tick tick boom um yeah. i just love i think this musical was obviously it was written by jonathan larson himself um, but was never really like, it was put on a workshop kind of stage. But it's basically telling the story of how he struggled to write eventually Rent, but it doesn't talk about Rent. It's actually about another musical that he wrote. And it's just about a struggling artist. Because, like, the first song in it is 3090, which is like he's about to turn 30 and he's like freaking out about the fact that he doesn't think his life's gone where it's supposed to and blah, blah, blah. And it's about how he's dealing with relationships and being like broke and all these different things. Um, and just the music in it is so good. Like, I watched it with my dad um, and my mum the other day, and my dad usually is not a big musicals fan, and even he loved this film. Like, he thought it was really, really good. Um, and I do think it's really amazing. I, I don't know. There's something about the way they do this film. It just makes... It's just exquisite, and Andrew Garford is so good in it. I do personally think he deserved the Oscar for it, but still, um, Can I just
1: give a special mention to another musical? Of course, always. The new West Side Story oh. film. I mean, I'm going to have to give a very, very big special mention to that. Yeah. Because that was just incredible. That However, incredible. for me, my, my old time favourite films, it's, I've, it's not been old enough for me to be for it to become one of my old time favourite films. In 10 years, it might be but it was absolutely mm-hmm. incredible and all the problems that you've got with that first movie they're all fixed in this one yeah. so for all the all the issues that you that, that were stopping someone from watching the first movie because there are a lot of issues mm. they're all fixed in this one so yeah it's just
0: so such a good that's got such a good score like, i mean it's just incredible it's amazing yeah. she's thinking how did I... Get here. I'm doing all that I can. Okay, so that was fun. So that was all of our favorites. But yeah. to finish off, like you would have seen if you follow our Instagram, that I asked um you guys to give us some of your favorite films. So I thought just to finish off, I'll read some of the because Leia didn't really look, did you? Not that much, no. No, so whereas I looked at most of them, so I'll read some of them too, and we're just going to give quick. Just quick, like, oh, that's good or not good or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You can even do, I might do some and say, guess he said that if it's one of our friends. <laughs> okay. So we've got Devil Wears Prada.
1: Oh, yes. I, of course. But again, I would say that kind of fits into that, like, yeah, 90s kind of New York's, like, mm-hmm. kind of scene. It's incredible. Amazing.
0: Just, yeah.
1: I've just not watched it enough, but it is amazing. And, Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just so good. Mow Street is so good.
0: So true. Um, pretty Woman, love, 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 oh, love,
1: love. I just didn't love Pretty, like I went to see it with my mum and I just didn't, I just don't love the story. Like, I just think the story is, I just don't love it. And I don't, I, and I think actually one of the problems is I don't relate to any of the sisters. I don't really, I don't see myself in any of them. Of the sisters. Oh my gosh, I'm thinking of little women. I was going to say. Oh, my <laughs> God, a pretty woman.
0: A pretty is so good. No, a pretty woman is so good. I always get them mixed up. I was thinking, I was like, Queen, that's not the same. You're, like, you're not going to relate to like Julia Roberts. Actually, I don't think I really appreciated it or liked it until I was much older because it's like, it is a bit yeah. of an older film, to be fair. Like, if you think about yeah, it. Yeah,
1: and also like, she is. You know her, what what her occupation, like the whole thing about it is very. It's a bit of a mature.
0: Yeah, but it's really good. Yeah. It's a good film.
1: It is good. I don't love Richard Gere. I do. I know, but I don't. He's slimy. <laughs>
0: He's. I find him quite slimy.
1: But it is good.
0: Um, actually, a lot of people did say Little Women. So well, that, well, that that was that was my i love i really enjoyed it but it's not my favorite film but i thought the new interpretation was very good
1: i did but i just don't i just don't like story also emma watson's american accent could they yep. not have just got another american actress
0: i did like, like florence Pugh in it and i thought her the change that they did to like amy's character was good was very good yeah they, they that was very convincing yeah um it 10 things i hate about you i've kind of mentioned that scene amazing film amazing heath ledger is amazing in that film again she's another massive like rom-com girl yeah oh someone said pride i love pride oh yeah i do like pride what That's a really good film
1: it's not my favorite but it is a really good film
0: yeah um a lot of people said twilight which i know you love
1: <laughs> that was nearly gonna be on my list that's such a comfort film for me if anybody knows if i'm feeling down i will just marathon all yeah. twilight series.
0: so yeah i love twilight um someone said shawshank redemption that's a really good film have you not seen that i don't think i have oh you should that's a really good film that's very like class like it's a classic yeah yeah a, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's really good um Love actually, again, that's in that like
1: oh love uh, yeah, love actually so good. If we
0: did like a Christmas episode, we can go through all our Christmas ones. Right, yeah. Um someone said the untouchables, and I'm not surprised this person said the untouchables <laughs> at all. <laughs> that's so Ooh. funny. That's such a like man dad film, I feel, but it is a good dad film, film. Yeah, I yeah. do know that. Um legally blonde came up a lot.
1: Yeah, no, I do like Legally Blonde. Again, I did. I think a lot of the things with consuming films and reading books and listening to music is really the time that you do it. It's at the time of your life. And yeah. I, I feel like a lot of films I just didn't watch at the right time, so they didn't yeah. stick. And some films I did, and they have
0: stuck. Yeah, so. I do like Legally Blonde, but yeah, I'm saying it didn't actually have too much of an impact on me. No. Um, Mamma Mia and Mamma Mia 2, absolutely oh. classic, love. Yeah,
1: love, 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 love. They, yeah, they're both amazing and they both put me in such a good mood.
0: Mamma Mia 2, I adore. I love Mamma Mia 2. Do um, you
1: prefer Mamma Mia 2 or Mamma Mia 1?
0: I prefer Mamma Mia 2. And not for that reason. <laughs> I just think it's like, I, I just prefer the songs in it, to be honest. I think I
1: prefer number one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have found one well oh well okay we've got here okay, would you like to guess who said this to be fair a few people said this but you will be able to guess who did definitely say it which is Paddington and Paddington 2 <laughs>
1: that will be our flatmate Kitty because she is <laughs> obsessed with these films yeah. me, me and Kitty really bond over like I mean, animation. I mean, animation we bond over like you know, just na- just really cute films. We went to go see Sing Two in the cinema, and it was just incredible. Actually, yeah.
0: funny story to that is that Georgia and I went to see Belfast whilst we dropped Lara and Kitty off to see Sing Two.
1: <laughs> I, had,
0: I had already seen Belfast, but Sing I would have gone and seen Sing Two anyway. It was just so funny the way we parted in the cinema. We were like, "Bye, guys." <laughs> Um, we've got Bend It Like Beckham, another great classic. Yeah, again, it's a classic. I Yeah, it's all right. Um, we have um, Notting Hill again, part of that kind of-
1: Yeah, part of the rom-com, Richard Curtis kind of. There was one that I would love for you to mention because it is one of my favorite films and I, I always watch yeah, it.
0: It's Shrek, Shrek 2. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I just love, I just love all the Shreks, and I, and their comfort moods. If I'm feeling hungover, I will watch Shrek.
0: Shrek 2 is really good, to be fair. Shrek
1: 2 is really good. Also, I like all of them. I like Shrek 3 and 4. I know that people don't. I love Shrek 3. That's the one with um, King Arthur, isn't it? Like Prince Arthur. Yeah. Yeah, it is, where 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 they do all all the princesses, all like the Snow White. Oh yeah. The-
0: I don't mind that. Yeah, that's okay, that one actually. I just love Shrek. Again, I watched it the right time. Um we have, I think you can guess actually, two of our friends said this, but one you'll be able to guess is the Dark Knight
1: oh our friend Sophie's obsessed
0: anything Hans Zimmer so good the Dark Knight is amazing the music is amazing my friend Adam said that as well he also said Lord of the Rings which I'm not gonna sorry Adam no Lord of the Rings I actually cannot I'm sorry I can't get on board with that um okay what's a good one I'm trying to look through um some of them which ones have I not said? um someone said Indiana Jones <laughs> what also the person that said it is really funny <laughs> that he said it yeah. you won't mind me saying because I Man. think when he said it it's Joseph. Oh, Joseph oh
1: maybe he fancies himself as a bit of a, a bit of an Indiana Jones <laughs> Um, but yeah, that is also a good. But song. again, the music, the music for Indiana Jones is so good. Yeah. So that's a big I, reason as well.
0: I think that's most of them. I've got most of the ones that were like repeated anyway. A few others were mentioned, but I think they're most of the ones. Oh, we'll finish on this one because this is an absolute classic. And also it was your brother who said it, um, which is Forrest Gump. Oh yeah, that is 100% an my film.
1: favourite film. And it is amazing. I... I do really, really like it. It's not my favorite, but seeing how much my brother likes it makes you like it more. Do you know what oh, I mean? Aw, that's cute. He just, he just thinks it's like, he just, he just loves Tom
0: Hanks as well. So yeah, Tom cool. Hanks is amazing. Mm. Okay oh, hey, guys. Well, that was all of our favorites of um, well, what was it? Songs, books, TV shows, and films quite a few there that we kind of got
1: through let us know if you agree or if you don't agree or if you read any of the books or watch any of the films or listen to any of the songs
0: yeah let us know we'd love to know um it's actually very difficult I think it's quite a fun game to play even if you're not like if you want to do it in your flats or something it's all like who you live with whoever it's really it's quite fun to do like I was even just talking about it with my brother yesterday and like he was giving me what he would do and yeah, it's just a. Film. It's
1: also hard. It's hard to like put because what because essentially what we're doing is we're being like, if I was three films, I would be these, and it's quite hard to be like, mm. what what three films like encapsulate like my my energy and everything that I love in a film. Yeah. But yeah, we. I think we, I think we did well. I think we. I think we were very truthful yeah. as well.
0: Um, but yeah, anyway, as per usual, if you haven't followed the Insta, please do. Just at no number teenage dream. We'll be back with another episode next week, um, which is very Maybe, maybe with a gas, we don't yes. know yet. Yeah. We pretty much have confirmed that that gas will be coming on. But, <gasps> but we still um, let you know in two Um But yeah, anyway, see you soon. Bye! Ah!